Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. As always, please be aware of spoilers. Otherwise, you may find out that Buzz and Woody eventually find a friend in each other. <gasps> That's right. This week, we're discussing the genre of film that everyone's talking about. The phrase you can hear bouncing around <laughs> all over the city. Anthropomorphic non-human societies. Just a totally Yay. normal show. And if you think we're running out of ideas, you're wrong. Dead wrong, people. I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and with me to tackle this topic are my two co-hosts, uh, furry enthusiast Sonny Stanger and Jeremy Leguie. Okay. How are Whoa. you guys? Um, not sure I accept the label you just put on me, Yeah, that was. even though this may have been my idea. I'm not hearing these critiques. Sonia, you were the genius behind this idea for the show, and the world thanks you. Um... So let's talk a bit about your boundaries. <laughs> what is your what is the difference between uh, an anthropomorphic society like a bug's life, or simply a society of talking animals like the Lion King? Do Honestly, they both count in this? I think there. I think you could argue either way. I think that the definition can be fluid. The boundaries are fluid. You know, betwixt and between. <laughs> the lions don't have to be spaces. wearing pants and. Standing up. Right. But I think specifically it is when you have key elements in those societies that are depicted that are really humanistic. That right. really. So for the listener at home, anthropomorphic simply means um, in the style of human or human seeming, basically. That's like an oversimplification. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think one could argue that the Lion King which I think was an example you had on there as your negative example. Well, not is, negative, just diff. Well, mm -hmm. I mean negative as in not in our not category anthro. of today. They're, not they're more animal than not animal. Yeah, but I mean I'm not going to sit here and Are tell the Lion the King. Anthro police? Yeah, I'm not mm -hmm. the anthro police. I mean Timon. Exactly. <gasps> right? It's basically Nathan Lane. Mm -hmm. Just he's a mere <laughs> yeah. cat. The, the yin yang of this particular <laughs> episode. Will no, be but I mean, like, he literally did. <laughs> I should just draw a little <laughs> no, small. Not drawing his tiny Nathan Lane. But yes, specifically, I'm thinking of animals with top hats. Whoa, whoa they mm. didn't draw a tiny Nathan Lane. I mean, maybe That's they good. did, and they merged they him with a meerkat. He's so slim. Mm. Um, so then, will all of these films be Pixar? Have also, they cornered this market? Some DreamWorks. Yeah, I've There's also some got some some old uh, movies. <laughs> Old? Yeah. How old? Uh, you know, old. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, we, when we get into it, I'll, uh, I'll verify if I know what I'm talking about. Here. Interesting. I like mm -hmm. it. Um, the, yeah, the Pixar DreamWorks thing is kind of interesting. I was just a little bit reading about it, uh, in relations to Ants and A Bug's Life, mm -hmm. where there was major drama because they were both releasing those films around the same time. Mm -hmm. And my roommate uh, said that he likened it to a, oh, what did he say? It's like the Oasis camp and the Blur camp, but for, like, for <laughs> but animated. For bug movies. Yeah. For animated bug movies. Yeah. What, uh, do you guys have a preference between those two? Oh, well, Bugs Life for Life. Yeah, same. Yeah. Bugs Life for Life. Bugs Life for Life. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I, do, I do lean Pixar in that I... I think that Pixar has just done wonderful work uh, indoctrinating children to sh have kindness. To animals. And mm -hmm. to show that non-humans deserve respect. Yeah, and that they're just like us. And that monsters have jobs and, <laughs> and fish have families. Exactly. And things different than us can be respected. It's very yeah. Mm -hmm. But our morals have to be deeply embedded in there. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to inject our own I would structures like, I would like them. to see one of these animated movies where a lion does eat the zebra and everyone's just okay with it. Yeah. You know, like, well, he was hungry. Madagascar kind of grapples with that. It does. Grapples. But, uh... <laughs> it, there's a t it's a tension within yeah. the film. <laughs> oh, is, is yes. there... There's a bit of a, um... Oh, uh, <laughs> no. He bites him on the butt. Yeah. He, oh, right. They, you bit my butt! They That's don't like Chris Rock. <laughs> Whoa. They don't understand Chris Rock that. is here. They don't understand that meat comes from animals. Yeah. That's what... That's the... They don't know that. It's and a they revelation. learn that. And then they said, Madagascar's well, a bit of a life of pie, Sitch. Ben Stiller, <laughs> Where they're all just hanging out, trying to do it in a small... It is a bit. I've never put those two together before, Sean. Yeah, Martel was credited in Madagascar. Yeah, he had a something. consulting credit. Yeah. <laughs> source and source material. <laughs> 
Um, so some of these films are not just their own society. They also cross over with some human interactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like when a human plays a villain, a la like Toy Story? Mm-hmm. Or do you, uh, do you like when a human is a partner, a la uh, the insane B movie that I watched last night? Okay. Is this? Are we? Can we do it now? We can, can we hop right in. Yeah. B movie. We're in, we're talking about B movie people. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe, believe it. it. Why not? Um, it's not what I expected because the central thesis of that film is that a bee, Voiced played by, by Jerry Seinfeld, with mm-hmm. a very human face, which straight off the gate I was very confused. That part is confusing. He was supposed to be like a college student, yeah. but this middle-aged man's voice really well, threw me. I mean, the age is one part of it that I yeah. found confusing. Bees don't live that long, you guys. Right. They have a short lifespan and they make some jokes about that in and the he beginning. he does tackle that. <laughs> He's like, high school took it two days? Yeah. University mm-hmm. took two days? I think, that's, I think that's the joke, right? He's reached maturity, so that's why he's But a then there are parts where he's like very much a teenager. Like, it's very weird. Um, but the central thing of that film is that he, a bee, falls in love with a human woman. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the central thing. It's about honey, mainly. Yeah, but that also is a thing, because honey is bee poop. We know this, right? Honey it's, is no. also a euphemism for sexy sex, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, pretty, I'm pretty sure they vomit up the honey. What? They don't poop they or vomit it. it. They yeah. excrete it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. What? So that's listeners, a wild Listeners, thing. Look, look up where the honey comes out of the bee. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say point the boo? Point us where the where dr- honey comes out of the bee. The part of the bee <laughs> that it comes yeah. from. Maybe it's sweat. <laughs> um yeah so Barry Barry B Bumble or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> which I also have I'm going to talk about the names in these later but Barry graduates doesn't want to work at Honex Industries which is the Where they assign honey, you a job the honey Also manu- there were some very complex med- uh, like analogies to to um financial the, systems in this The film. job assignment was crazy they're like he's dead oh New, take that job. Don't dead. Yeah. Um, anyway, he meets a human, Renee Zellweger, um, who the I was thrown immediately when he speaks to her and she can just hear him clear as day, and all of a sudden they're interacting like that. Yeah. And it's not often that you just, you know, that he speaks and she can hear him. Um, and then about halfway through, it turns into a courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Barry <laughs> sues the human race <laughs> to get like, their honey bag. Honestly, what I was surprised by is that I would have been on the bee's side in this case. Um, Jerry Seinfeld cross-examines both Sting and Ray Liotta <laughs> yeah, in court. It's pretty wild. It's insane. Because yeah, Ray Liotta has a brand of honey. Yeah. yeah that's they, it was so weird. They really drag Ray Liotta. Some of the writing was so good and funny, and some of it was so wild and made I, no sense. I like the movie a lot. Uh, this you just, like it. Oh, yeah, a lot, yeah. This just in, uh, wife of the show, Ellen Legree. Uh-huh. Uh, She's pinpointed. Who I should mention uh, here and now, live over the radio, that we have been together for 10 years to this day. <gasps> a decade? Yeah, uh-huh. a today? Deca- today. And you're what? spending it talking about bee excretions with us? Yeah. we <laughs> so honored. We, we both kind of forgot, I think. <laughs> honey, he'll be home soon. Yeah, we have plans. We have plans. <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, um, vomiting. Bees yeah. vomit the honey. Oh, vomiting. I actually Googled it just now, and it's not vomit, they said, but it does come out of their mouths. Yeah, bees mouths. The whole issue is the bees find out that humans are stealing and selling their honey. And just imagine if you found out that a giant race of beings was harvesting our bodily excretions and selling it. Um, well, I, I the think thing is that they also okay use their excretions heavily. Yeah. Bees do? As you yes. see him putting it in his hair, putting it on his armpit, <laughs> yeah, but washing his hands with yeah, it. It's wild. <laughs> should, should I believe that? I don't believe, believe it. Oh, my God. Um, also, the cast... I don't, I don't know how all these films get the insane right. voice cast. They had Larry King on there. They had Oprah. Mm-hmm. What, are th- what are these people? <laughs> how did this Renee happen? Zellweger was the love interest. Renee Zellweger. First and foremost. John Goodman was she, an evil racist yeah, Southern true. lawyer. That's he true. was great. First and foremost, <laughs> Renee Zellweger was a, a bad choice. Who? Renee Zellweger. Why? Because she is not a good voice actress. Oh, I like her. No, it didn't fit. It didn't I don't, fit at all. I don't really love when... Um, Film actors also, like, celebrities just become voice actors. Yeah, because yeah, they're, but... they're not acting, they're just 
Which is like talking. But she's right. Zellweger. But imagine you get to go into a booth. You mm-hmm. don't have to be on camera. You probably do it for what three days. Oh right. yeah, I'm saying. And, and like, then you if get you a million were, dollars. If yeah. you're a Richie, oh yeah, you'd love for sure, it. it'd be great. Yeah. But there's a difference between casting like a voice actor who can do voices mm-hmm. and keep it consistent versus a person who is yes, an actor just talking in a booth. No, I think she was acting. Right? But I even think Jerry f- falls into that category. Oh, I think a lot yeah, of these people. He totally firmly does. Yeah. So you got hold on. You guys don't like B movie. Well, I no, I enjoyed B-movie. it. Okay. It just was a wild roller coaster. It was a real ride. wild ride. You didn't see it until this week? Yes. Yes, me Correct. as well. <laughs> I know, it's hard to believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's my only pun. You Dickenses. I know, but also, mm-hmm. I can't believe that no one... T- <laughs> that one was an accident. That was- but no one told me it was about interspecies love. Aren't they, aren't well, they all? So Sonia thinks that they were getting married at the end. Okay, because... That was also the next step. They're in their flower You were shop. unbelievable. I've done that one like four times. I know. we got to comb through it and pick them all out. You guys, okay. I'm not here for these for some reason. <laughs> okay. They have, at the end of the film, and also this doesn't make sense because... He will die soon. Yeah. And they now own a business together. He's a, a lawyer? He's a lawyer. He's bee. giving advice to a cow. <laughs> I like that part. Um, but so she's getting flowers ready and she says, like, there something's not going to be ready for the wedding. And I think that if you're a florist, you're doing many weddings. So you would be referencing what wedding you're talking about. I think it's I think they're getting married. And the thing mm. is that the the world seems very... Fine they don't it. even blink when he represents himself in court. No. I think they're fine. Well, they do make some weird... The racist Southern lawyer played by John Goodman, he makes some comments to them being in love, and it evokes some, like, weird... Some bestiality. Uh, biracial imagery. Bestiality, if you will. But, yeah, compares it to that, so I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, this movie had a thousand different points of view, and it was confusing, and, and I then still enjoyed it. And this, like, huge joke... Where the plane lands like a bee lands. It's insane. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, like a huge group of bees holds up an Hold airplane plane and then lands it like a bee. Well, how else would they land? They're bees. Yeah, but oh, anyway, it was crazy. It was wild. That's the bee movie in a nutshell. It is. Well, you guys wow. in a honeycomb. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just one last one for the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, I forget what the question even was. I know. But the relationship to humans in this yeah, yeah. was confusing. I guess mm-hmm. it is the relationship to humans because that was bizarre. And then it went from like, don't kill a bee. He, uh, he has worth as well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm best friends with the bee. I'm, oh, right. I'm in love with the Patrick bee. Patrick Warburton is her dumb boyfriend. And basically the bee cuckolded him. The bee cuckolded <laughs> He's a cuck. He's a peacock. <laughs> that did make me laugh harder like, than almost anything ever has. Yeah. When I realized that Patrick Warburton was, was the being cuckold. by the. Or are you guys by the bee. <laughs> We uh, we have an official word on a, a listener, Aaron. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks for this uh, very technical definition that I'm going to try and read on on the air. Whoa! But uh, bees neither poop nor vomit, honey. It's done through a process called. Sorry, Aaron. Trophallaxis, uh, and then colon. A forager bee regurgitates it into a house bee who excretes it from a midgut organ called a ventriculus. Oh yeah, that's way better than poop or vomit. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. It's okay. both. It's both. <laughs> you know what? It's right, though, because what... <laughs> one baby birds it into the other one, yeah. and then the other one <laughs> deals with it. it. Yeah, From its... It's from so it, much worse than from its what? You know, you know what I'm. It's I'm, ventricular. Oh, Ven, ventriculus. Ventriculus. Hmm. You know what I'm. Ventriculi. You know what I'm bummed about right now is what? that in B movie this didn't happen. Right. They should have been <laughs> barfing in each other's mouths. They should have had and then a scene. And the humans are like, you know what? No. I don't know that we need to save them. Well, Aaron um, clearly knows about it. And they didn't have any... Really, another thing I'm mad about is they didn't really have a queen. No. I thought they could have had a hilarious, like, bee, but, like, gray, steely-haired old it queen. could have been Beyonce. Oh, Queen Bee? Mm. They did make a joke about Elected. a drag queen. Oh, yes, they did. They're like, that's no queen. That's they, a man in they, a drag. They could have cast Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. She would have done oh, it. Oh, I know Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. 
I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't try to do the last name. Sorry, Aaron. Okay, Mace. Oh, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> oh, Aaron O. Release and it's out. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> wow. Okay, <laughs> we've really been derailed here. Sure okay. Apart. So some of the films uh-huh. do not feature any human interaction at all. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, does not having a uncanny valley likeness of yourself on screen really take you out of it? In some ways, I prefer it because, Hmm. well, not prefer it. In some ways, I think it can be more interesting to look at how their non-human society is analogous to ours and what they're teaching us about, a la Zootopia. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's there's always this kind of comparison thing that that happens when you have the anthropomorphic non-human society Mm -hmm. and then see the, the film depict human society alongside it like those interactions are sometimes interesting but i, I watched zootopia for the first time this week how did you feel about it it was very cute it's cute mm-hmm. and, fun. and fun it's a wild ride and i was into i like a mystery mm-hmm. yeah that's and this, true the animation's really good yeah um it zootopia is a 2016 buddy cop film about a police department's first bunny officer i was just about to say don't you mean bunny cop <laughs> first bunny officer who is um, degraded at her job uh, because she's the first rabbit, first bunny on staff, um, but then stumbles on a clue that leads her to solve some disappearances that have been happening in Zootopia. Whoa. Intrigue. Yeah, it's kind of about racism, which I like. Do you think it's weird that they have the word zoo in that world? Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. It should but have been called, like, the... like, Animaltopia. Yeah. That would but, have been... zoo, but zoo means animal in Greek. <gasps> oh, well, I guess then... It's a Greek word for zoo. Well, there wow. it is. Um, there is a lot of interesting themes of, like, tokenism yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, biological-like precedents. Mm-hmm. And it was a very interesting film. Um, also, the pop star Gazelle is my favorite character yeah. ever. <laughs> really good. Yeah. I'm partial just, to the sloth. You're just so drawn to I all these. I did not enjoy the sloth Ooh, scene. Really? You didn't like that joke? No, I didn't like that joke. But the that sloth much. being slow. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. I was like, I get the sloth the slow. And then, then it just kept happening. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the second sloth popped in, and it was Kristen Bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that you've is branded little, yourself too much, a little Kristen. Long She's gone too far. She's gone too far. If you guys were a humanistic animal in a non-human mm-hmm. society, what would you be? Ugh, I'd probably be something like a pig. No, Sean, you get to decide. I know, but I feel like <laughs> uh, this well, is how it would wind up. I recently talked with some people about this. The logical choice is lobster, as depicted in the film The Lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's the the, the right choice for, for me. For you. Yeah. You know? <sighs> I might be like a pudgy rabbit. Oh, oh that's I cute. talk fast. Like with floppy ears. Yeah. Yeah. Sonia hops. Yeah. Mm. Fuzzy little butt. Oh yeah. Cute. Um, so the city of Zootopia is—I don't understand how they all interact because their size elitism yeah. is really a problem. Yep. It is. Like when they slip on over to Reptile Land or a really small one. Mm-hmm. I'm like a. Just a bunny on a rampage could just massacre this entire town. <laughs> yeah. Which one squirrel almost did. Mm-hmm. It's true. Natural disaster. <laughs> squirrel disaster. I, I think the thing that was weird about Zootopia, on top of all of the size and consumption issues, was the whole idea of, what do they call it, like feralism? Like when, oh, they, yeah. when they go... When what, they're like going feral. Is that what it's called? I think so. Anyway, but... Uh, I thought it was weird that they didn't really identify what caused that. Mm-hmm. And I thought the big thing in the end would be like, you know, it's an island where some mad scientist is experimenting on them and making them. Full Dr. Moreau. Maybe. Yeah, instead but, it's like, but, oh, it's just this one flower. Yeah. yeah. Like, how are we going to not, how are we going to find this yeah. flower? That is the trouble like, with the kids' movies. Like, what does that lion eat? You know? Yeah. I don't know. They don't really address it. No. But they don't uh, actually. Yeah, so it's tricky. You know, Madagascar does a very good job of outlining. Mm-hmm. But again, Madagascar takes place in our real world, whereas right. you know, uh, Zootopia is a totally fictional Zootopia. A Zootopic society. Mm-hmm. Aw, so beautiful. Except there's 
It's not all utopia. Mm-hmm. There's crime. There's oh. crime. Yeah, horrible, yeah. horrible crime. And there's a Judy gets involved with a bit of a bad boy criminal, mm-hmm. who I found quite attractive. The fox. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know this for is real. a problematic. Is this thing. a problem with yeah calling us furries? <laughs> <laughs> um, do, are you guys attracted to any of these anthropomorphic? Oh yes. Characters. <laughs> okay, I have I have one instance of and this. And what's the deal with it? Yeah, <laughs> Sonia, what are you talking about? What? In what? Um, <laughs> what? Like Jessica Rabbit? Like what? Robin that? Hood. Jessica Rabbit was a human. A, a um, cartoon human. Who? Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh my God! Another fox. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. foxy. He is foxy. He's just so charming and wry. Okay, guys, I have a question. Does Avatar fall into this? <gasps> You're oh, attracted to the Navi's? Uh, n- not really. <laughs> But uh, you want their hair to? They've got rock and bod. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched an interview with James Cameron about. Like, and you fell in love with James Cameron? <laughs> oh God, no! Oh my God! Ooh. Sorry, James Cameron. No, I know. Oh, no, so, no. They said, who that, "Am I, Catherine Bigelow?" <laughs> they said the test for if they could go ahead with the picture, yeah, is if someone in the the suit was attractive to a viewer. That oh. was the goal because that was the sell, right? Like you can't just watch cartoons doing what they were doing. Uh, oh. But, uh, you know, maybe this will be further explored in the upcoming two yeah, to three Avatar films. Yeah, so much to talk about. But um, does does Avatar fall into this category? No. I'd say yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, you changed your mind. <laughs> I did change my mind. Argument over. I thought about it, and then I agreed. Hmm. I guess anthropomorphic is redundant in that. True. Yeah, well. They're just like non-human society. But they're... But they're... But then, yeah. But then... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Were we done talking about Zootopia? Uh, who knows? Oh, animals Unless you have more. <laughs> we're talking about attraction. I did bring up... A, yeah. Animals. I it. thought you were going to admit one, which is why I admitted mine. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm not attracted You've to You've never wanted to... No. Really? With the fox? Even like what? Like the mouse from The Great Mouse Detective? The burlesque mouse? <laughs> the burlesque what about her? <laughs> no. She's a cutie. No? But, uh... What about, ooh, the cat from Aristocats? No. The mom. <laughs> the mom. A bit she's of a milf cat? Yeah, when she's singing that one song and then her eyes are like sparkling diamonds. Oh. That might have been a gay awakening for me, I'm now realizing. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <is> so deep. <laughs> Listen. Milf Kitty. <laughs> this has gotten weird. This is a family dinner time program. <laughs> I'm sorry, Billy. Keep eating your mashed potatoes. <laughs> Don't forget your veg. <laughs> wow, what a wild ride. Yep. Really what a wild ride. Um What do you well, I don't feel that either of you answered that question about human society. Interacting with the non human society. Uh well mm. I, I think of I, I think I'm okay with it. Because usually I find it interesting, mm. and plus there's a lot of s- sort of tropes that you can execute there. You know, like looking at Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm. right? You know, how all these animals interact in all this funny way, yet to humans they still interact in a similar way. Right. Right? Um, so I think it works there. Have you guys seen a little movie called Rock-A-Doodle? I, I love rock and roll. Oh yeah. Same. Okay. Have we I talked about it on the show? This. No, I, I don't so. think okay. we have. But um, so it's about it's a live action movie, and then the boy gets turned into a kitty, mm-hmm. and then at that point it becomes an animated movie. Right. A super great animated movie. Yeah. Very dark at times. Yeah. Very actually, dark at times. As a, a group of animal friends go to find Chanticleer so that he will crow the sun. Uh, in the morning and stop the rain. Which is not how science works, people, but I'll accept <laughs> isn't it. it. Well, isn't it, film, Sean? I mean, it's great. In that what was, universe. What was the name of the, the owl, the bad guy? Oh, um, I forget. But I do remember there's some things in that that stick out to me. And one mm-hmm. is when uh, it's a joke where they all fall, are sucked down a pipe. Mm-hmm. And then the one's like, they got sucked down an adequate pipe. And he's like, that's an aqueduct pipe. Anyway, but I think there it's interesting because, you know, I like it's it's left up to the viewer, but maybe this is just the kid's fantasy as it gets knocked out and this is what happens. Or maybe he does turn into a cartoon cat and actually solve the farm's problems. I don't know. But are they flooding at the beginning? Yeah, that's oh, that's the problem. Real drama. Yeah, because it's raining because the owl brought the clouds. Right, 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 yeah. right. If you've not seen, he's this called movie, the Grand Duke of Owls. That's what he's called. Yeah, Grand the Duke. Duke. Yeah. Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah. And Chanticleer is um like a a hot Elvis. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Who plays Chanticleer? I literally just closed. It. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Talk amongst yourselves. And for... um, I re- 
I remember that Ellen Green from uh, from Little Shop of Horrors mm-hmm. plays the is the voice of the it's like Glenn Campbell. Oh, nice. Oh. There you go. Sorry, um, it's surprising. She, she's like the voice of the uh, the little chiclet Goldie. <laughs> Goldie. Oh, right. Great. I don't know yeah. now. Oh yeah, and then but, they're driving a big pink Cadillac. What a great. Cartoon that it's I want to watch again. Yeah. But in my list of sort of things that about this sort of interaction question, oh yeah, I got to talk about this. Might be my favorite one. Rescues de- rescuers down under. So oh good. my god! Um, because it does really show this like crazy underground world, and I love that they show not only like yeah the world of like how things like work, but fully like an investigative. Yeah. Society and yeah. a like a worldwide yeah. society. That was but, amazing. Uh, my favorite scene in all of those movies by far is when they're in the fancy restaurant with all the people. Yeah. And someone drops a pee and yeah. then the cricket picks up the pee and delivers it to like the cricket kitchen and all the mice are having dinner atop a chandelier above the right. the humans. And uh it's just such a cool world. Like it's that was so that was cute. always what I thought was so cool. And then they have airships, right? Like yeah. that's yeah. But uh, it's all very, like, it's all built with, like, human stuff. It's mini. Right, yeah. And, like, unseen by humans or, like, mm-hmm. unacknowledged by humans, yeah. which I love. And Like the borrowers. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. Um, Rescuers Down Under was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's so dark. Yeah. Uh, like, that poacher, mm-hmm. like, kidnaps that kid and then... Throws his backpack to the alligators to make everyone think he's dead. Yeah. No, and then it's going to, like, that's insane. Yeah, when I look back on movies from our childhood, like, no one was paying attention to the content. The, the, this it poacher was, it was is scary. serious. <laughs> well, the other thing is, like, what's your plan? Like, what's your plan with this? Right? Yeah, you know, it's not you, a good are you going to, are you going to execute this child like is like, that here yeah he's like implication he's like trying to chase an eagle like this is all <laughs> like, for a bald eagle yeah, are you crazy it's uh, a wild scheme poacher anyway maybe it was in a manic episode mm, who knows plan. um oh i see okay well <laughs> i think it's now time to listen to a word from our sponsors uh stand up on two legs while wearing only a shirt for clothing <laughs> and hurry back we'll be talking more anthropomorphic non-human society films with spoiler alert on 91.3 fm cjtr regina community radio well welcome back to spoiler alert with sean dunham Sonia danger and jeremy Leguie. hi hello we're going to be back talking more anthropomo society films but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called the game it's game time people wow, wow, wow. Here or we should go. i say woof 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 <laughs> no you shouldn't <laughs> Stop it, Sonia. Stop it right now. Uh, For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week trying to find a movie that these two have not seen. I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's actually about. We all have a good laugh. No one has won the game to date. Well, they've come close. I feel like Sean won that one time. No, I don't think so. He came close. He came very close. close. Yes. Also, don't we all win every time? I think that's the lesson here. Aw, I love a lesson. There we go. Guys. Pixar film. (laughs) Let's let's wrap this show up. Guys, this week's game title is titled Joe's Apartment. Joe's Joe's Apartment. Apartment. Joe's Apartment. Joe's Apartment. I got one. Do you want? No, you go ahead. <laughs> you always get. I know. All right. I believe that this is about um, an apartment building where each apartment is sentient and alive. Um, and it's all, they're all friends with the other apartments in the building. Um, and they it's just sort of like the friend drama that happens between them. Like someone will have an apartment fire or someone has like junkies live inside them. And they oh. all just help each other through these uh, tough times. It's like Like rent? Um, <laughs> kind of like rent. <laughs> but not. Does one of the apartments have HIV? One of the apartments oh, no. does not have... Uh, that, would, would that be termites? One of the drag queen apartments. <laughs> oh, bed no. bugs. Maybe. So just one of for clarification, is each building its own sentient thing? Or is each, each dwelling apartment within? Each apartment is sentient, but then they're all like best friends because they're all attached to each other. Mm. Literally. Yeah. So that's Joe's apartment. So my movie's inside Sean's movie, and it literally is just the things inside Joe's apartment being alive. So it's kind of like the Brave Little Toaster meets Toy Story meets... Big Comfy Couch. Big Comfy Couch meets Sean's version of (laughs) Joe's apartment. And Joe is um, a stoner, I think. 
who um, he like really needs to get his life together and all of his uh, belongings start to make a plan for how to help him get his life together. That's sweet. Um, mm. And he gets a job at Kinko's at the end of the <laughs> film. Oh. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's well, a great ending. Well, as per usual, you guys were not anywhere close enough. Of course enough. we weren't. Hmm. Uh, I really thought we. I were really thought we'd be close. It's <laughs> uh, it pretty disappointing. Joe's Apartment is a 1996 American comedy, American musical comedy. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, starring Jerry O'Connell. Oh. Uh, it is about Joe's apartment. He is Joe. He has an apartment. It is filled to the brim with cockroaches. Literally filled, filled, oh, filled, no. filled, filled. Why, why to the brim? That's uh, sick. They are. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. That's real sick. Uh, they are sentient and can talk. The cockroaches? Uh, yes, and they are voiced by many uh, different people. And they help Joe out. They come to a truce. And uh, Joe brings a girl over, and his apartment's filthy and disgusting. And all the cockroaches clean it and then hold stuff together. And she, like, opens a drawer, and it's full of cockroaches. But then they all scurry and hide before she, like, grabs a clean fork, etc. Ew. And, you know, this uh, is fun. Yeah, it is cute good. and fun, but also, when you think about it... Sick. Sick. Well, they could wash their little tendrils. Their tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just legs. I don't know. I don't know what you call them. Yeah, anyway, six of them. Uh, the ending, spoiler alert, uh, is uh, Joe, uh, they come up with a truce, and uh, Joe is trying to save the building that they're in so they can stay in the building, and then Joe could also stay there, but uh, they screw up. And uh, to make amends, they have to uh, revitalize the building and the area surrounding it. So they enlist every pat, pat, oh my God, rat, pigeon, and cockroach in New York to help them rebuild the building and surrounding area. The pests. Yeah. Wow. The pests. Joe's apartment. This has been the game brought to you by the RPL Film Theater. Some say it's the best theater in town. We do. Oh, everyone mm-hmm. says it. Yeah, every, everybody's talking. Everyone in this room for sure. Everybody's talking. Talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go. With, let's give them something to talk about. Right? We, we should record. People are talking, talking about movies. <laughs> we, we need a theme song. I hear we them each perform. We should record a "Let's All Go to the What's Like Let's All Go to the Movies" or whatever. Let's all go to the RPL. Yeah, for them, and then they can play it before every show. That's a great idea. Perhaps the animated I'm sure version they would us. deny us. Yeah. <laughs> they will How not play they? that. But. If we do it, I refuse to do it unless I'm uh, depicted as an animated Twinkie. I thought you were going to say hot dog for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't want either of that. Okay. He doesn't want it. I don't want it. I want to talk, though, about the names of characters in anthropomorphic uh, society films. Okay. Because they a little bit drive me crazy. All Talk right. to me about this. Like, okay, so it's a rabbit. Her name's Judy Hopps. Yeah. It's an mm-hmm. uh, otter. His name's Emmett Otterton. Yeah. Like, it's a bee. His name's Barry B. Benson. Yeah. Like, a florist, Vanessa Bloom. Uh, a snake named Sir Hiss. <laughs> yeah, that's, that one's a lot. <laughs> a lady named Lady Cluck. Like, uh, they're all a chicken. That one? A chicken I like. Named, um, like, yeah, if these were... Like it'd be like us being named, like Sonia Peopleton, or like <laughs> Jer- Jeremy Steptrods, Sonia Sandwiches. All of these, just like I, I feel you're on the no- <laughs> Well, you're a human. <laughs> I do you're love sandwiches. sandwiches. That's well recorded. I feel like this has been debunked in Who Framed Roger Rabbit with mm. Jessica Rabbit. Because you think she's a rabbit, and then you find out she just took his last name. She took his name. Yeah, and yeah, but that's just, just the patriarchy, Jer. Yeah, you debunked the patriarchy. It's, uh, Do you claim it's systemic? I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, but also sometimes it's cute. I guess it is cute, but it's I, been done though. I like in like, say, just like over the hedge, people are just like, all of them are like, I'm Heather. Yeah, I'm, I love, okay, I'm I love Paige. Over the Hedge, actually. Is, is Over the Hedge the one with the scene where he drinks the yes. energy drink and time freezes? That's me on Too Much Because that is one of the best things in film So history. there's a squirrel played by Steve Carell named so Hammy. So amazing. And which is not a hamster. Exactly, no. which I like. And he does drink an energy drink. And he, like, Hammy 
is a little bit like he's high strung the entire he's time. He's my ADHD brain. Yeah, like he, I relate to him a little bit. He's at eleven. He's the very whole high film. strung, so they won't let him have any caffeine. And then because they need to have him disable some sensors on the lawn, he literally moves faster than the speed of light. Yeah, and after he's very calm. You know, he's just sort of yeah, walking. Yeah, he like walks slowly through. <laughs> it's it's so great. Good. Do you it's guys great. think that um, X Men stole that scene? Yes. Uh, yes and no. Unequivocally, yes. For me. Who, who is that uh, superhero? Uh, what's her face? No, it's no, not a guy. Face? It's uh, a good old what American Horror Story <laughs> actor. This is a bit, this is embarrassing. I can't remember his name. It's not for me. He's like Silver Surfer or something. The blue guy. The blue. He's kind of blue. Blue hair. Uh, uh is his name Blue Guy? It might be Blue Guy. It's probably Blue Bluegerson. Yeah. If we're following him, naming convention. Quick Silver. Thanks, Gerald. <laughs> Oh. Nemo, Finding Nemo is on the fence with this one. Because so? some of them do have very on-the-nose names, and some of them are just mm-hmm. kind of chill. You know what? I don't mind the name thing. I don't, like, I don't care. It, it doesn't make... What's 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 your problem with it? I mostly just... Um, <laughs> I don't even know what my problem it's is. It's too on-the-nose. It just is so on-the-nose to yeah. be like, oh, it's a fish... They're named Bubbles McFishy. We're like, they're like, oh, the teacher's a stingray and his name's Mr. Ray. Like, there are literally millions of Mr. Rays out there. Mm-hmm. I know Mr. How Ray. are you going to keep him straight? First name Sting? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that, yeah. This is like, this is all the work. other rabbits, like, their last names are all hops. And you know, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that racist? <laughs> Against rabbits? Yes. They did a species. In Zootopia, they did do that like population counter that was just constantly yeah. ratcheting up. <laughs> that was really... that, that's a bit, That's why you need predators. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. the thing. It's giving kids some mixed messaging about. Yeah. And that is an issue with these films, I would say, is that it maybe gives kids too much of a sense of a likeness with animals when it's like, no, a stingray is not cute, and you shouldn't go talk to it. But what It'll about Steve its you? fun little face? Wait, yeah. <laughs> is that the stingray that has, like, the underbelly looks like a smiley face, but it's like a nostril? Yeah. Uh, wife of the show, Ellen's written in, and she said it's a throwback to, like, you know, back in the day when people used to be, like, yeah. Jim the Baker, and now he's Jim Baker, or Smith, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. or Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. A lot of Coopers. So maybe that's what it is. Or, like, everyone in Norway is named, mm-hmm. like... The Cobblers. Yeah. Oh, the Cobbler family. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Oh, I meant like shoes. You know, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Shoes. <laughs> we <all> <laughs> did, <laughs> those delicious shoes. Yeah, Jerry, we know. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did you guys watch anything else this week? Uh, Jerry's looking at his phone like he's got something to say, but. Well, well I, I got a huge list of movies that we can. I, before, okay, before we move on, I want to ask a specific question. Have you guys seen Watership Down? Yeah. Okay, have you? So, I have not. Mm-hmm. It's dark, dark, dark. It but, has one of. The, what's that? The book's better. Oh, ooh. scarier or better? It's both. Okay, because it gets pretty bad. Yeah. Like some of what they depict the the rabbits having mm-hmm. is. So my question with this is, is it time to get real with these movies? Maybe. <gasps> is is it time to like really explore some things? And you know, there's a lot of. Uh, what's the Melissa McCarthy movie with the puppets for adults and stuff? And I know that's a comedy and uh, sort of uh, really happy time murders, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think you know, I think Toy Story kind of comes close mm. because it's less and less about toys doing toy stuff and more about their relationships. <laughs> okay, did such. you guys see the Two plot of the toy fourth Toy Story? What? I have no idea what it is. The, the plot of the fourth Toy Story, I just read this. Well, it's about a spork um, with pipe cleaner arms. Oh, I did some see kid it, yeah. glued eyes to and is now giving this toy an existential crisis because it created it, made it sentient, <laughs> and now doesn't know when, where to go or what its purpose is. See, that's maybe too real. Too no, see, I think, I think that's that, too deep. I think they should, they should start getting scary. They should yeah. start getting... You know, emotional. In Up, which, again, oh. you know, the dogs, but so they good. kind of have the talking ability, but they make it into the human world, mm. so I don't know if it fits. I don't think it counts, but, but uh, we'll talk it about Up it. is tragic. Oh, it God. is sad. Weeping in the first three minutes. It, it might be the saddest movie made in the last 20 years. Honestly? I like. It might. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> have you watched this movie? I <laughs> have. I have seen. It's pretty. Like, <laughs> he, an old man had a great life with his wife. <laughs> 
know? <laughs> they yeah, never made wrong. it, man. He they never originally. made it. He just moved on to the second chapter, and that's the part that we saw. <laughs> yeah. With a, a young Asian boy scout. <laughs> He's cute. As his new friend. Um, But some of the movies from our childhood got pretty real they, and scary. They did, yeah. Like um, Secret how, of Nim? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dumbo? Oh, the live action of Dumbo looks, looks wild. Is shattering me. It looks terrifying. Yeah, no. But also they added some children in, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because in the animated one, it's all Dumbo all the time. But now we got to have kids saving the day. But it's all Dumbo all the time on acid. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Like I noticed there were some bubble elephants in the trailer that I saw. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no thanks. With Not, it won't be as scary, though. devilish clowns. Oh, yeah. I think you can directly trace my fear of clowns to that film, probably. You know, okay. Or also t- um, the Brave Little Toaster. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just remembered very viscerally in that moment. I've, I've never seen it. I don't oh, know. There's oh, it's so good. horrifying nightmare scene with a clown yeah. that is trying to plug Ooh, yeah. in the toaster and put him in a bathtub. Which is so dark. Which is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. There's a pattern here. Ooh, that's pretty, uh, you know what I'm really concerned about? What? And this is a, a bit of a tangent, is when they do the live recreation of Pinocchio, because it's oh, got to yeah. happen. Yeah. And there's stuff you can leave in or stuff you can take out. But like it the gets, whole donkey like, boys. Well, scene. Yeah, it gets human slavery dark. Yeah. Like it gets, like it's it's scary. <laughs> I don't know. Where that came there was some from. there was some Kill Bill style music there, out here uh, in the studio. Some Foley <laughs> work. <laughs> Uh, if Uma kicks this door down, I will not be surprised. Oh, oh God. I'm safe, I think. Who are you, Vivica Fox? <laughs> you know I am. <laughs> Fox! Also. You're the Fox. Um, Here we go. Anyway, that was just my... I think that... Yeah, that's going to be I lot. think these societies can really push push ahead in a way... Yeah, they can. ...that, uh, that makes it real. I, I'm, I'm ready to get, you know, to get sad. Wow. Aww. You know? It's like well, you never cry, so that's no, part I don't. of it. No, I you don't. can handle it. But maybe Dumbo, the live action, will I'm, put a tear in your eye. I'm a bit worried about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, looks, every he, Dumbo looks cute as heck, though. Mm-hmm. He looks like a. I don't. know, He looks pretty real. He's cute. Yeah, it's. I think not I think, cute. No, is it coming cute. out? Is it coming out in 3D? Yeah. I think that's gonna wreck it for. I think okay. I have to wait for it to not be. I feel like you'll be able to. I don't know. Do you think you're scared for when Dumbo jumps off the building that he'll think he's going to fly through the screen and jump on you? <laughs> no, <laughs> literally not scared. at all. I feel like in the 3D, I can really see when they fake it. Yeah. Like um, uh, the Avengers. I think we saw that in 3D. It might have been a different Iron Man movie. But I was the whole time I was like, he looks terrible. Like mm. he just looks like a, a drawing right now. Weird. And I think it's the 3D because I've watched these movies since on Netflix and I don't notice it anywhere near as much. Maybe but just because it was so big. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I watched so big. Beauty and the Beast when they, like, for its 20th anniversary, did it in 3D. Oh. And it was real brutes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just like a hand, like, as, as close to the screen as possible and just a full pencil mark on it really it's just like this mm. looks insane wow yeah. well now we're, now i'm curious if it is the size mm. because that does make a lot of sense but uh but i could see also it being the 3d because your eyes are doing a different thing so they're maybe your eyes are thinking about it they're harder. Not, they're not really doing a different thing your eyes are thinking they kind of are though they're processing it visually differently mm, no for 3d yeah. yeah well i mean but normally for the rest of the world but also when you're watching a 3D movie, mm-hmm. the way your brain and eyes are processing that information is slightly different. No, ma'am. All right. Yes. All right. We'll do this in the 3D show coming up in two weeks. <laughs> I have to read. <laughs> I'm going to have to read some books. <laughs> hey, has there ever been one about books other than Page Master? Um, like a movie about Sorry, books? anthropomorphized books. Because <laughs> uh, I want that now. I... There must be like in in the Page Master, which is great. Mm-hmm. Those there are books with personalities, right? Yeah, but they, like, that's the only one stuff. I can think I'm of. I'm imagine like I, like Harry Potter. There, <laughs> There's that has one a book about that monsters that like la 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 la. Uh, in the Evil Dead, the book is kind of alive. Oh yeah, I want a full animated you library movie. You should call. It could be call called the Shelf Creators. Oh, cute. Yeah. 
Mm. Welcome oh, and to then, the show. And then the oh, all the books are sad because no one's coming to the library anymore. Mm. But then people, there's a whole campaign to teach people about how libraries are more than just books. No, no, the, the, they're an important sense of community. <laughs> the, the, the books try and destroy the internet, and then they realize yeah. it's not the right move. Because they get to meet the internet. Yeah. And then they're like, we can help each other. They meet and the internet? Yeah. They, that's, Ooh, I'm, I've watched I feel bad movie. for the books. <laughs> that's too much it's to take It's a rude awakening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's, 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 let's Should we shift on out of this? Mm-hmm. And we'll just go right into it. What you watching? What you watching? What are you guys watching? Well, mm-hmm. I went to see a little film called Bohemian Rhapsody last week. Oh, you did. I medium enjoyed it. Um, the Remy critics Malik. have seemed to not mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Yeah, it was very, it was a big time biopic. Like very like, and then this grand event in his life occurred. Right. And they really mashed some things together. And I think probably a lot of people going to see a Queen movie are going to know a lot about Queen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you, ha- I feel like that's maybe a mistake to do too many historical inaccuracies, which they did do quite a few. Um, and also it had a very complex relationship to his queerness that I'm still processing because, as many people may not know, Freddie Mercury, uh, although he did not at any point subscribe to a label, is considered to be a bisexual icon. Um, he mm-hmm. had relationships with men and women throughout his life. And I won't spoil it because it did just come out. But the way that they depict it made me a little unhappy. A little shifty. Hmm. And just some of the just some of the tonal stuff and relationship stuff and um yeah what did you think about his teeth work the teeth were a lot but i got used to them and he actually gave such a good performance that i forgot about the teeth what about the nose um i always thought that was a little no like honestly he really brings you into the Mm. world of him being freddie mercury i like remy mal um yeah yeah he did a great job the music was great and yeah, I I enjoyed it. I did. Cry. I wept at the end. So oh well, of course. I enjoyed it. Um, there is a very weird thing where they shoehorned in Mike Myers wearing a facial prosthetic as this like Scottish music producer for no reason, and it makes no sense. And I hated it. I, Mike Myers like, always pubs in. He does is, that in is he a character or is it? He's or? he's not even based on a real person. They just shoehorn him in as this music producer. He's like you know, it'd be fun. Let's did just get like, Mike in here. Did he, like, produce or something? He must have. Like, there must be something like that because it was so weird. It stood out. They made a Wayne's World joke. Oh, so what's your deal? Oh, that's why they did it. Like, maybe, but 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 it was so offensive. Oh, I see, I see, see. He literally was like, this isn't a song kids are going to bang their heads to in the back of cars one day. And then I swear to God, like, could have just looked at the camera and went. Just turned the camera. How long are we talking? 30 seconds? Uh... What the, the whole, Mike Myers? Yeah. No, he's in it for like a full three minutes. Oh, that's a, that's a bit of a commitment. He could have turned to the camera and then tipped his nose yeah. to the I, camera. I mean, it's a culturally <laughs> relevant thing for them, but it right? Just, it was it, it was a big fit. deal for them. It didn't fit yeah. with the tone of the movie hmm. at all. Interesting, because anyway, the other sur- surviving members of Queen were they, responsible for this. Well, yes. Yeah, so. so I think there's some revision as yeah. happening, mm. perhaps. <laughs> because apparently Freddie Mercury's family is not stoked about it. Yeah. Ooh, the Mercury's are not into it. They, 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 sh- things were shifted. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of Super Drags. <laughs> it is a Brazilian TV series on Netflix about three co-workers <laughs> who lead, dub- lead double lives as superhero drag queens. Oh, my gosh. Um, it features the voice talents of many great drag queens uh, with, like, a Powerpuff Girls-style animation. And I was very excited to watch it. And it was real terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe it was the first episode I watched, but I did not watch a second because it was rough. It was Brazilian? Well, y- yes, but you can do it in English subtitles. And... There's, like, voice talents of Ginger Minj and Shangela and Willem. Um, but it was not Drake's great. biggest bad boy. Yeah. Everybody knows who those people are. Yeah. Well, they might. <laughs> Keep combing Netflix. I sadly do know who they are. Um, anyway, so I... I hate crime. I'm sad. <laughs> you too. Sorry. I'm sorry you showed it work workout show. Thank you. Are you going to? I was very disappointed. Are you going to watch more of it or no? No. Oh, I have limited time, honeys. Honey, that is. He's going to talk. I have a podcast about movies Mm -hmm. that he talks about shows on. Oh, there it is. (laughs) 
Uh, I watched a couple movies. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is the new, I think that's the title. It's the new uh, Coen Brothers movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Exclusively? Uh, well, that's so. why I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. Um, you don't have Netflix? I do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, it was good. I liked parts of it. It's very long. Mm-hmm. It's six completely separate cowboy stories oh. about how awful the West was, basically. Um, two of them are very long for sort of no reason. And I'm really hot and cold on this because, like, I like the one about the guy digging gold. I didn't really care for the one with James Franco. You know, like, it just kind of goes goes back and forth. It wasn't mm. because of the Franco-ness. It probably could have been anyone in that role. He mm. doesn't say a lot. So, anyway... um, it was really kind of just strange, and I think they should have made it a show and done it on Netflix that way. Mm. But uh, How long is it? It's like two hours and 15 minutes or 30 minutes, mm. and I, well, I had to break it up because right. children. Right, you don't have but, time for, um, um, don't yeah. have for Buster it was just It was just strange. <laughs> I like that name, though. If you like Westerns and you like things about Westerns, do watch it. And if you like the Coen Brothers, do watch it. But if you don't like either of those things, maybe just watch one and then see how you feel. Yeah, I kind of like all those things. The other movie that I remembered that I should talk about is called Terminal, also on Netflix. It was very good. Margot Robbie. Uh, what's... I can't remember who else. But Mike Myers is also featured in it quite heavily. Does he have Wait. facial prosthetics? Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, Wait, not The Terminal. No, because no, that's terminal. what I was thinking. That's why what I started new? smiling. What is Terminal about? It is about a terminal in a city somewhere. And Margot Robbie is a hit woman who is trying to kill other hit men to get all of someone's business, business Mr. Franklin's business. Love it. Mr. Franklin? Yeah, he's super mysterious. Is he a turtle? Um, <laughs> only time will tell. It's, um, it's good. It's really good. And for a Netflix movie, it's incredible. So do watch it. Really good twists. Several twists I didn't see coming. Ooh, I and, do love myself some Margot. Yeah, yeah and, how was Margot? Uh, she's great. It's super great. She's it's, underrated, I would yeah, say. Yeah, she's in... She's not underrated. She's very high rated. Yeah, she's a yeah. big deal. Now. Anyway. Yes. I don't know what, but, why uh, I'm arguing this. No, it's great. I'm arguing this. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we're robbing Jeremy <laughs> of his time. time. I was kind of done talking, so I was just Thank enjoying these, uh, <laughs> these puns here. You know, these puntastic things. What is a terminal? Yeah, what? What does like, that mean? What do it's mean? a terminal in a city, it's, like yeah, at an airport. No, no, like like a, like a subway station terminal or train oh, station okay. terminal. Oh. Yeah, that's not what. Okay. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't I, know. That's just not what I would there's, initially there's, think of. I know. I there's there's like, also a few double meanings in there, oh, but yeah. I don't want to. She's also terminally death. ill. Bum, bum, bum. No, she's not. That's not she what she's no. terminally kills people. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the only way. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's redundant. <laughs> she temporarily kills people. <laughs> I'm just going to put you to sleep for three days. That sounds nice, honestly. <laughs> I could use that Come in this November time. <laughs> anyway, it's great. You guys should check it out. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. get to it. Quite. I'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song, Manituna, for our theme song, and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on the CJTR website. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us all a follow. Send us a message like Aaron did, and have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.